0: On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, we talk about both kinds of ditties, the pea and the dragon.
1: Let's do this. Welcome to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. I'm Diana. And I'm Liz. And this week we're going to talk about season six, episode 12. Like
0: a virgin. Hey! That's for the very first, first time. time.
1: All right. Yeah, there we go. I wish
0: <clears> I had <throat> on some fingerless gloves right now. Yes. I just can go in the next room and get some out of the drawer. I you own like, of course I own fingerless uh, yes i I like i'm just surprised i'm not wearing them right now but they don't go with my t-shirt so reasonable (sighs) so what are you up to liz you know just learning how to be a better criminal so (laughs) you know i'm also just starting to feel like and maybe it's because i read a lot of mythology like i'm one of those terrible greek figures that has to like go through like trials but they're just like the stupidest trials that like have ever been created and so this weekend my trials (laughs) included what do you do if an electronic gate all of this is closed and your clicker doesn't work how do you manually open a giant electronic gate yeah the answer is clearly on youtube which i should have done for the first part because like i called like my brother and he was like oh you have to like pull this thing and i was like what and then my mom was like we must find a man because that's her answer to everything so we drove down to the neighbor's house i'm like well their gate's shut i don't know if they're home i don't give a shit i don't want to talk to people i just did that to make my mom happy and like back out to the gate and then finally it was like i'm just gonna youtube this shit i'm like ah that's what you mean and yeah it's stupid easy to break into those (laughs) i had no idea i thought it was uh, maybe they just like don't tell anybody how stupid easy it is nobody does it but holy shit once i figured that out that took me like 0.5 seconds (laughs) yay security yay security And I also mm-hmm. learned about you know, manually opening electric uh, garage doors that no longer yeah. work. And then that if you do that, they're probably a lot lighter than you think they are. So you should be careful about how hard you push them when they go up because they will bounce back and all the grossness that's on the bottom of that garage door will fall on top of your head. Yeah. It will roll gross. So I learned that. Yeah. So I've learned some yeah. lessons this week and I'm good. I'm learning lessened up. Yep. I, I've, I feel mm-hmm. like I should pass like whatever trial that is. Like do I, do I get something like a belt? Patch? I mean, it's like two different types of like gates that you
1: successfully, right? You know, like traversed. there
0: should be like some prophecy <laughs> about like the, the scarlet, you know, the two scarlet gates. woman crosses the gates of the beast or something, you know? Yeah. There you yeah. go. That can be a part of my cult. All right, we, it okay. has been foretold.
1: <laughs> so, what about uh, you? Uh, so, we went and saw Renfield first of all, which um, I'm not, I don't go to the movies a lot. Like, I enjoy movies and things, but I just don't.
0: Who does? No lot. one goes very often anymore. Well, some people do. Some well, people I'm do jealous it. of those people. They have better lives than I do.
1: <laughs> well, it was uh, deeply enjoyable. Um, so, yeah, strong recommend. I really loved it. But, I also am reminded what a goddamn genius Nicholas Cage is. I don't care what people say. <clears throat>
0: and and then, also, um, how did you accessorize?
1: Oh, of course I wore my vampire teeth because how often do you get to pop in your your your, your silver vampire grill in my daily life? Not very often. So you take every excuse you, you can. You should. So, yeah. Um Carpe yes. Carpe vampire grill. Uh, uh yeah, sure. Carpe Fang, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible. Uh, so no, and then um, and then actually got out and about in Deep Ellum for a little bit this weekend in Dallas. Uh, went and had some nice afternoon beers at uh, Three Links and saw uh, Jarrett Ray Reddick of uh, Bowling for Soup do his country set, which I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, and had some good good eats. And um, yeah, that's about it. Pretty. Uh, not pretty laid back weekend. That's a uh, lot of
0: things. Just listening to I'll that. I'm that. like, that oh my God. Things. I'm fucking. I like, I and I say, also like, know there also, things you didn't
1: list. Yeah, they did. It. I did too. I was like, oh yeah, no way. It wasn't laid back. And then I also went and cheered for my niece at her cheerleading competition and they got second place.
0: Yay, go ahead. Did the son. Voodoo Queens win?
1: Uh no, oh um, I would hope they would have won, and, the, and there was, there was like a team the
0: yeah, and there was like outside they were just like actually like doing voodoo to like win and like <laughs> they were just like chicken feet that were like people kept finding them like underneath like girls' You're ponytails and shit,
1: no, no unfortunately, <laughs> a little like great yeah, yeah, bags so. everywhere,
0: and just like, oh <laughs> just out of the little cheerleaders <laughs> just tripping on everything and just like falling down. <laughs>
1: No, unfortunately, for for your vision, um, that is not <laughs> For happened, my version but. of bringing
0: on New Orleans.
1: New Orleans edition. There we go. Netflix, um, making it no. happen. And then I was super excited. Like, all I had been counting down to was watching the stupid Love is Blind live reunion. Because Netflix made a big deal about how they were doing this live reunion. And yes, I like Love is Blind because I'm a dork. And I like garbage television sometimes. It's okay and then fucking i play my whole sunday evening around this got all my shit done showered chilling eat all the good they got my glass of wine in my stupid metal goblet like they use on the fucking show <clears throat> and it's delayed by five minutes no one knew what was going on they, they came out and said it'd be 15 minutes okay fine we're running 20 minutes late
0: it happens so what are they doing like while this is like on what's being shown nothing you could not like netflix was
1: crashing like people could not get in you would get the error screen so netflix,
0: netflix itself was crashing
1: that's what they that mean like if you went to the the show what would pop up pop up on your screen would be the thing that says sorry we're not able to play this right now try again later okay. or okay. whatever that was all that would pop up and then so it wasn't um,
0: like an empty studio with like just like a chair open and nobody sitting in there okay
1: Mm-mm. no because then like some of the people that cast were on, on their like instagram live like sorry we're late guys we're trying to figure it out <laughs> we broke the internet <laughs> like that kind of shit so and so oh. i read online and so i'm like following like an instagram live like feed while this like from the, the show and at one point there was 190 thousand people on the same instagram live feed that i was f- watching and it's like just trying to figure out what the fuck was happening it was kind of weird honestly like looking back i'm like this is kind of crazy and like all these brands were popping in like gold star to um cheesecake factory and mtv's uh social media teams y'all were on fucking point on there um but then there was a few others in there too it was pretty funny honestly honestly like all you could do is laugh but then like, an hour and a half later hour and a half after it was supposed to start netflix like sorry guys can't do it we'll uh we just record it and drop it So Netflix has proven that they are not capable of doing a live stream. Apparently,
0: there we go. Somebody got fired.
1: And then I watched it, and it was fucking boring. Sorry if you liked it. I thought it was a total letdown of a reunion episode. I like was so stoked to watch it on my Monday night, and I like half paid attention because I was so bored. That's how I feel about it. So, Love Is Blind reunion let me down. I'm very sorry for your loss. (laughs) Thanks. It's several hours of my life
0: that that was uh, that was a thing and but you were part of a weird movement about <laughs> something very shitty which you know is just it's a stupid. sign of like our times right now that people just need something <laughs> that shitty and they're like this is all i oh, had no. this is all i had this weekend it was this stupid love is blind reunion and you fucked it up netflix yeah you fucked yeah. it
1: up yeah. fucked it up so anyway so that's my uh, that's my other update
0: so <laughs> with that i'll move on um so yeah, that's, there we go. Okay, so let's jump into this week's episode <laughs> after, after yes, yes which was, uh, unlike Diana's uh, unfortunate Love is Blind fiasco, was actually an enjoyable episode, yes. as this is finally where, you know, we get a break from, from Bummerland, and we should know about Like a Virgin, and I'm not going to explain to you what the fuck that means, if you need to know what that means. Sorry. All right. Episode number 12 in season six that first aired February 2nd, 2011 was directed by Phil Scritchia and written by Mr. Adam Glass. And so there are actually some things that we will come back to him, but we've talked about it before. And so like kind of no big deal on like the production notes on this. There's there's some things we'll talk about as we go through. But I think we get to start into Nope Land, which is like things like Liz is terrified of. Being in a yeah. tiny plane in a storm. Uh, Mm-mm. Nope. I I am going
1: to touch on the recap from this episode real okay. fast before we get to the tiny plane. Um, first off, I thought it was interesting because you know we uh, we left off with death shoving Sam's soul back into him at the end of the last episode. In this episode, we've got uh, the beginning, the recap. We've got a lot of Sam action, and then we've also got uh, "Back in the Saddle" by Aerosmith playing. that was interesting so a little bit of
0: nice nice little lead up
1: yeah so yeah so we were in a tiny plane and a giant thunderstorm
0: Mm -mm, mm -mm. and And she yeah this dude's like i i didn't think we would run into any weather what yeah what motherfucker that storm that's not like a oh i popped up storm. storm.
1: no that's a big storm (laughs) And so the girl is just the the young woman is like freaking out. She just wants to land, uh, but then she sees something fly by. What? Nope, nope. What? And he's like, "No, no, it's fine. Just like relax, lay back and close your eyes. It'll be okay. We'll land soon." <clears throat> Yeah,
0: I think it's um, is like some dude tells you to relax and sh- close your eyes and think of England, and then he disappears, just shows why you should never close your eyes and relax. There is a time to be tense.
1: Well, did you say you should never close your eyes and relax?
0: Well, in such situ- crisis situations, okay. I'm just like, that is, that's that's pretty <laughs> much a layback and let it, okay, I'm not even going to say that. But it's just nope. like, you know, it's, I don't know, like, that. I don't want to relax in that moment and wait for it to happen. I want to be tense. Well,
1: it doesn't. I mean, she, she she gets that wish, I guess, because she hears a glass break and he's gone, and then the, the freaking plane crashes while she's screaming.
0: Yep. So alone on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, nope. that's upsetting.
1: <clears throat> so we are back at Bobby's bunker castiel is checking on sam but as he notes he is not a human doctor
0: well and he's uh, walking out and he's rolling up his sleeves like he just like fisted a cow like it just looks like you know a vet coming out like and just after like rolling down like well ain't nothing she ain't gonna birth that one like it's not breach really. well what didn't he have to like didn't he have to like yeah, well, he was, diaphragm. He, he was fisting, fisting him to like figure out if he had a soul i sauce. guess
1: Stomach fist? I don't know.
0: Soul fisting? I don't know. That's soul fisting!
1: <laughs> Not to be mistaken for soul cycle. Um, yeah, so... but Soul cycle
0: after dark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dean's, like, trying to ask Casio questions. So, like, is, yeah, is so yes, his soul's there. But Dean's like, well, is he gonna wake up? And Casio's, like, kind of, like, <laughs> gives Dean some shit. Like,
0: Yeah, it's a difficult time in the relationship. Cass seems stressed.
1: Yeah, and he is not stoked about this. And he goes off, he like kind of goes off again about how Dean should not have put this soul back into Sam.
0: And he does say that you know when he touched it, it felt like you know when he touched it, it felt like it had been skinned alive. But I'm like, how was a blob? I I still don't understand this because it's like every time they show a soul, it's like this like glowy ball ball and
1: glow
0: of light. How Blowing do you glow skin? of light
1: is what I said. Glowing ball of light is what I meant to say. A
0: ball glow of light. <laughs> I think it's like was gonna turn on things like my with my, my Amazon Alexa. So like <laughs> um but anyways, yeah, it's just it's a weird thing, right? But he's just like it's gross. Like you shouldn't have like put that inside of him. It's icky. Like, he, he's unclean. But the
1: worst thing he says is after that though, <sighs> he says, if you wanted to kill your brother, you should have done it outright.
0: Meh. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah i'm just like yeah, whatever i just because i feel like like i've and also i think it probably comes from watching the show for, for so many times but the whole like shouldn't put the soul in sam like that argument after a while i'm just like yeah whatever you shouldn't have put the soul in sam or like it's gross or just like yeah uh, he's got a gross soul we know it and i'm also just kind of sad because that means soulless sam is gone Oh, but so what we Sam turn mean. So we've got, yeah, I know. So he Dean went, and Bobby, he went go all have like a drink. Menendez, but you know, so we yeah. get to, but yeah, Bobby and Dean are drinking, and Bobby says a very, very awesome line. And he says, like my daddy always said, just because it kills your liver, don't mean it ain't medicine. <laughs> and that should um, be like, like on, I think probably like on a plaque, like above a fireplace in a really shitty yeah. bar. Or at a bar, yeah, at
1: a bar. I was gonna say at the bar. <laughs> Not at
0: my house, no. <laughs> um, or on a tombstone, maybe.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, both. I don't know. Um. So, but Bobby has a news clipping in front of him, and Dean catches eye catches you know catches his eye, and he's like, "Hey, is this a job?" And so Bobby tells him about a pilot that was found uh flambed. And the plane itself was found 17 miles away, and his female passenger was missing.
0: Yeah, and Dean basically does the you had my curiosity, now you have my intention face. Mm-hmm. But someone's awake. <gasps> what?
1: Sam? Oh no, he's up. And he hugs Dean and he hugs Bobby. And it's so
0: awkward. Like the
1: Bobby hug is real
0: awkward. Yeah. The Dean but hug looks like, real sincere.
1: It does. But yeah, so he's just like, but basically Sam relays that the last he re- thing he remembers was, well, he remembers Lucifer snapping Bobby's neck and um, is shocked that Castiel is alive. So that's what he remembers is back there. But he's, but he hungry. So they're going to go feed him. He
0: hungry.
1: <laughs> hungry. Um, Yeah. So he doesn't remember anything for the past year and a half. Yeah, that uh,
0: sounds nice. Can I do that back to like 2000? Twelve? I don't know. Just some year before. Can I just do this any that's, of it? I'll take any like, of it. Like six months, a year, two that's years, for a
1: decade.
0: <gasps> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. So I think of
0: how much like less anxiety I would have.
1: Uh, well, he doesn't remember anything, and Dean like just insists that like nope, everything's all good. There's no
0: weird deals about bringing you back. Um, that's it. And I like that Bobby pretty much expresses what we are all thinking and he just rolls his fucking eyes. He's just yeah. like, Have you not learned? No. You just, you never learn, do you? Never learn. You never learn. Okay, fine. You just lie to him again because that's going to end well. Cool. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Bobby's out working on a car. And so Dean's out talking to him. And, and Bobby's like, him Look I need more I'm...
0: beer because that's what you need well, when you're underneath the car. You need more oh, beer. Yeah.
1: Looks like a really good lift. He's fine. <laughs> um... And Bobby's just glad. He's like, I'm glad Sam's better, but I'm I'm not real sure that everything's erased. I mean, you gotta keep in mind that Sam just tried to kill his ass, so. What? um, they, But they don't want to, like, crack the wall. Like, Dean's like, I don't want to crack the wall. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. This is the best possible way, but this is, like you said, Bobby's like, this is still dumb. He's going to find out. We must tell him and he'd I rather don't, hear yeah, it from us. I
0: don't understand why you couldn't say, like, to me, like, I wouldn't tell the whole truth. I wouldn't be like, no. you tried to kill Bobby, but I, cause especially like, if you've got a wall in there, you don't want them to scratch. I would want him to know. And I'd be like, Hey, yeah, could you reduce dude. the
1: confusion? And because you can he won't say, look, want look, to
0: scratch. Look, wall. man, like you didn't have soul. We got a soul back in. You don't want to know what you did. Like we can talk about it, but you don't want to know. And like, look, like it's really shitty. Don't go after the hell piece. You know, like, and then he's not like, to me, that solves so much problems right there. Yeah, That that took me, what, 30 seconds to say. And you could even like
1: go a little more in depth if you needed to, just to to really keep him out of it. But like, look, I would tell you more, but I know you're going to dig deeper. And here's the, here's the high points. Here's the big stuff, you know, and then like, leave it at that. Yeah.
0: But now, like now Samuel, you made it Samuel, all like a bigger deal. Like Samuel Campbell's
1: yeah. real fucking creepy. Stay away from him if you see him.
0: Like you, <laughs> like, you, you know, need to like, warm like, him <laughs> though, Samuel.
1: There's things. There's yeah. things.
0: You went to monster so, prison. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, well, he probably wants to hear about monster prison. You fucked Everybody a hippie.
0: To oh, yeah, he
1: did. Ugh. So anyways, he's just. Bobby points out that when Sam finds out that they're that they've been, you know, withholding stuff, it's it's not it ain't going to be cute.
0: It ain't going to be cute. It ain't, right. ain't going to be like this. It's just not. Nobody likes Mm-mm. being gaslit. They just don't.
1: Mm So Bobby and Bobby and Dean are gonna go out on this job, but Sam wakes up and insists he wants to go along.
0: I want to go on the hunt, guys. I'm all back. I'm all happy and fine. mm -hmm. Let me go on the hunt. Yeah,
1: yes. So Bobby decides to stay back and let the boys
0: go. Yeah, Hmm. because he don't want to be in a car with Sam because it's awkward. And like and Sam can smell like the Bobby's trying to stay away from me. Because you can always tell. And like sometimes yeah. like if you have ADHD, like you get oversensitive to that and you think your friends are like just don't like you, and you know if it's not true. But for Sam case, like this is, you know, you are right, Sam. He's he's avoiding you.
1: Yes. And Sam's kinda confused by it and asks Dean, and Dean makes up the excuse of one part age and three parts liquor.
0: Fair. That's no, mean fair. <laughs> Okay. So
1: they're in, they're in, they're um, driving into Portland where this is all going down and Sam's on the phone with the police and we've got a new day, uh, a new day yesterday by Jethro Tull on the radio. Um, And apparently there's been two other young females that have been disappeared in town too
0: yeah and he has just slipped right back into detective sam he's just totally. like i've got my i've got my monocle or my magnifying glass whatever detectives have and he's, sloppy hat thing. he's got a little hat on the deer hunter hat is that what we learned i don't, remember what it was like anyway, I don't so, know what it's called anyway so but yeah we, we got young and female which you know hey dean didn't make a gross joke Ooh, yay
1: go Both. Dean. Um, but so, but Sam starts to kind of ask questions of Dean at this point though, about like, so what, you didn't even try to go like live your life while I was gone for a year and a half. I mean, that's, you kind of promised that you would and Dean plays it off at first. Um, but like eventually does spill that he was with Lisa and Ben for a year, but it didn't work out.
0: Yeah. I mean, so at least like he says like something of what he did. (laughs) Something, yeah. but then also Something. it's just like, hey, listen to this song only a lot louder that I had it on. La 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 la. I really <laughs> like this chorus, which is a, a great technique when you want people to shut the fuck up in the car. Just heard that uh, music of,
1: yeah. So we cut to a young woman's house, and this is Penny, our victim from the um, plane crash. It's her sister, and we got Sam and Dean in suits doing their undercover shit
0: and yeah and penny looks like she has portland oh, written all over her i mean she does not look like she smells like some of the, the sister people. the sister yeah but penny's the sister, sister does but the sister looks like super portland
1: yeah penny's room is very pink for a adult woman
0: and i'm not judging a, like a pink room it's very pink i'm for saying anybody. this is
1: very little like that like was very
0: pink for Jolly ruffles Parton. and lace that and was very pink for barbie that was just very very that was very pink for sweet valley high Bath.
1: It was very innocent for an adult female. Yeah. Um and the sister explains that her, that Penny was not an adventurous person. She really only went on that plane for Stan because she really liked Stan who was her pilot. Fuck date. you
0: Stan. And, yeah, you were right you should have gone on that thing you you had thoughts but we go from the pink room to a wonderful wonderful portland motel room that makes me feel a warm and cozy inside and it makes it's like the type of room that goes oh pacific northwest you seem so nice not like you seem like really depressing and like i don't want to be here but it looks so nice when you see it this way like i want to go to forks Want to go look for vampires, you know, like oh I to got to a forks. We can get forks. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, right. this house this I love this motel room. It's just cozy.
1: Well, Sam is doing research and Dean walks in with like burgers and food from a restaurant called Big, as, B, big Az, They're Big
0: Big A Z. They're big ass as. burgers. Big ass burgers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, deeply amused i would totally go i really i would go eat a big ass Fuck i love some big ass
1: yes i'm sure they're delicious but um he's figured out sam's figured out that the other two victims that they'd previously heard about but not penny were very involved in their church um so what's mm-hmm. the connection without penny well dean has an answer for that because he jacked her diary from her room and uh, apparently it's not about religion. It was about purity. Ugh. So virgins. Virgins are disappearing.
0: Uh, virgins. Yeah. I, f- now uh, I feel like I should be stealing something from like buffering the vampire slayer where they just like go, the patriarchy. Because I'm just like, who wants virgins? Ugh. But thankfully so like, not Dean. <laughs> Dean's, yeah, yeah, he's like,
1: I prefer ladies with experience.
0: You and me both, Mister Winchester. <sighs> Woo hoo! High five.
1: Yeah. Well, um, so we we get a scene with three um, young ladies,
0: teenagers, probably. I
1: don't know. I'm terrible at that. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're at St. Mary's, and which I guess is supposed to be like—is did you think it was a university or a school? Well, they, I
1: thought it was a high school.
0: Okay, so like a high school, a like Catholic school, but. And those short, those skirts were short. Yeah, they
1: always are on TV, though. right yeah, like, I was just
0: like, you like, girls like don't look F-A-I, like if you, go, if
1: you go to, <laughs> if you're going to oh. Catholic school, I and you have to wear a uniform. I assure you that that skirt length has to be like to your knees.
0: I feel like a nun was about to hit those girls with rulers on their legs. Probably. And look, I'm fairly fine with like you wearing your, sh- you can wear your skirt as short as you want to wear it. I don't give a fuck. Right. But I'm no. just saying for a Catholic school, high school. That's not happening. Those are very short skirts. Or if this is a really cool punk rock high school, like <laughs> they're just, they all have like their band. <sighs>
1: yeah. So we've got three girls leaving the school at night, which is all kind of just odd. But one of them splits off from the other two. But as she and that's why I was like,
0: is this a college? I guess the Catholic schools have like boarding schools, maybe. Well, I mean, she could have just been walking home while she had like a late study sesh. I I guess, but it was like a campus at night, so they must live there. I don't know, whatever. Okay. Hmm.
1: Well, she hears a noise that sounds like a flapping above her, and then it's chasing her, and then she screams as she's looking up. And our next scene, we're at a hospital. (sighs) Yep.
0: Ooh. And in the Dateline, so. her friends are feeling very bad for leaving her alone. I've seen the interview with them, probably. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they're like, "Oh no, I can't like, believe we split up. We sl- it was just, it was just a half a block." Yeah. So
1: Melissa uh, is explaining to Sam and Dean that it looked like a giant bat <gasps> that came at her. A giant bat?
0: That sounds awesome. <laughs> bat.
1: And um, but she's so sure that they're not going to believe her. So she shows them the giant scratches on her back though which by the way <clears throat> that did not look like the best like stitching i've ever seen no it was
0: the port- this was i don't know what port she's like, at the, what she's, do at the young she's at the clinic in portland she's not actually at the hospital she's just at like that side <laughs> clinic you know like, because, like where you just pay with cash when you go in and they just like we're not going to talk about what the bat did to you lady <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, it was very. I was like, "Damn, they fucked this chick's back up." Um, Next and not time, the on scratches, watch. the stitches.
0: Next time, on right? <laughs> exactly.
1: <sighs> oh. So, but she's like, "Look, it, it, she got attacked. I got, I got attacked. I passed out, and it left. Um, but he stole my gold promise ring." Oh. So Dean asks, insisting in a way that he's not being judgy.
0: But he if sounded he like he was being judgy.
1: Should be wearing that that promise <laughs> ring.
0: Really, really should you, <laughs> Melissa? Should you be wearing that <gasps> ring? Was it Matt Barn didn't count? Matt Barn didn't count. Then <laughs> <laughs> I love this for you, Melissa. But I really do. It was so funny. I'm sorry. It was, I, was, it really was just the comedy was in it. The line was it was. It's a wonderful line. And so outside they're throwing around a batman theory which i do appreciate i guess it's so weird though it's such an absurd thing but then, and the way
1: they approach it
0: is, so. yeah detective sam like, i don't know what you're doing right now but then dean's uh, one of them asks, like who what likes virgins and gold
1: and yeah what is it said p diddy p
0: diddy and i'm like I think I guess to go with a different answer, and he's in jail right now. So, yeah. But this was earlier in the 2000s, so people weren't quite admitting what was happening there. They should have. All right, so we go back to my wonderful mortel that's getting made better because now Dean's making a murder board. What yeah, makes so your room that... more cozy than a murder board?
1: Is that is that what it is? Uh Liz's motel stylings. Here's how to just really freshen and warm the space the up. We need a really room. nice murder board over here. So you can have your either your lattice work or your Midwest mural on this, on this wall. But over here, we really need to have some good red yarn with some good thumb
0: pins. And once again, somewhere in baby is a spool of red yarn to make <laughs> the murder board
1: You're and right.
0: thumbtacks. Like, do you think at That's some true. point they're, Dean's just like, Sam, we're out supplies. of them They time. have
1: fucking crafting supplies. Yeah.
0: Can we get the push pins this time? Like, I want the round ones. I don't want the square ones. I want the round push pins. No. no. Uh. So, Sam's
1: like a little flummoxed because he keeps putting in these search parameters for what they're looking for, what kind of creature this could be. And he keeps ending up on World of Warcraft fan sites. Hmm. What does this point to? Dragon.
0: Dragon. Dragons. dragons! Yeah. So and they they call they call for backup. Yeah, or like, like you, you, know, you know, phone a friend. Yeah,
1: it's Bobby who is making the one of the most depressing dinners I've ever seen. That's
0: exactly how I described it—a depressing <laughs> can
1: of food it looks so bad like i will throw together like i love like i actually enjoy like what i call i jokingly call a struggle meal i am not struggling it is not to like imply otherwise But like i'm gonna throw together like this can of whatever and throw it in a fucking tortilla and throw whatever leftovers i have you know whatever like just G- throw i'm shit gonna together. make a goulash
0: yeah or whatever yeah I love
1: it this looks fucking gross and sad. This
0: looks like the like the Dinty Moore can of oh, stew, beef stew that, that expired does. 20 years yes. ago. Bobby, it do looks, better. It's not good. Yeah, yeah lay off the okay. whiskey. And also, like, this reminds me of, like, when I would go to my dad's ranch cabin, like, when he was just, like, uber bacheloring an old man. Like, you would just find, like, the cabinet full of, like, chili. And you're like, you know. Yeah, you know that st- would be
1: better. A can of Hormel would be less offensive <laughs> than this.
0: <laughs> it does look like dog food. Anyways, so is mm-hmm. kind of like not into uh, this question, but into it.
1: But he has like, I love his yeah. line. He said, this is not like the Loch Ness Monster. Dragons aren't real.
0: I love that. I'm really happy. No, and he also brings, you know, when you know, he wants to get more information, he asks if he should call Hogwarts.
1: He does. We get our Hogwarts reference. Um, But then Bobby tries to ask Dean about if he's revealed anything else to Sam. Look yeah, over there! Yeah, but Dean's in the room with Sam So this is real awkward, he tries to play it off
0: And Bobby hmm. should know that You should know, like, you're sharing your room Like, mm-hmm. I don't know But Dean also should have just put him on speaker And say it, solved that problem, but anyhow Alright, so we cut to Sam Just reading through John's journal
1: Yeah And Dean's playing off, he's like, look, I remember If John, had Dad had written About, you know, you know a, a never-ending story Which is annoying reference because that's a luck I, dragon. It's a luck dragon, not a traditional dragon with these type of wings <clears throat> and there aren't any traditional like medieval type dragons in the neverending story. So, fail reference on that. We one. don't
0: know if it's a medieval dragon yet or not to be fair.
1: Well, we don't, but we've heard about bat wings.
0: So, yeah, so we've heard about, so far our clues are bat wings and virgins.
1: Yeah. And I don't think Falcor cares about that.
0: I don't think Falcor cares about virgins at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I Sam, no, got no judgment, Falcor, but <laughs> whatever, <man. laughs> uh,
1: But Sam's sitting there pondering and asks, starts asking questions though, and he asks if they've caught a skinwalker lately. And Dan's caught pretty off guard by this, but plays it off like, oh, don't ring a bell. Hmm. Because he's having Sam's having some weird deja vu shit, and but uh, Dean just totally gaslights him about all this. Like, now nah, we haven't no no skinwalkers. Your eggs are still scrambled. Like, just like shit talks.
0: Mm-mm-mm. All on your mind. Not it's all on your mind. Cool. It's just not cool, not man. It's not. Cool. It's not. It's rude.
1: Yeah, but then Bobby calls, and he's got someone a reference to talk about dragons.
0: He does
1: he's a source, Doctor Vizyak. SFU
0: yeah it also sounds like shut the fuck up university so that's just kind of made me happy but apparently it's supposed to stand for San Francisco University
1: yes which Dean's gonna go and leave Sam to research alone which also seems like just like a weird setup right now everything's kind of iffy this dude's been like doesn't remember the last year and a half his and life he's gonna
0: leave him by himself and He's to Portland <laughs> so it's like
1: that's cool does not seem okay but all right
0: yeah whatever whatever your caretaker status tells you like okay
1: sure we get a scene now though where we don't really know where this is happening it's something underground like a cellar or a prison or an industrial site but it, it's dark and concrete and metal and there's girls in cages
0: and they're crying
1: yeah they're, they're not happy there's about
0: so it. many girls crying
1: and, and a dude and a dude flies in with wings, throws a new girl in with a broken hand, then uses his glowing red hand to weld the cage back shut.
0: I mean, that is the handiest shit. Like, I wish I had that. Also, <laughs> uh, the friend of the pod, a cat, Anya, just made an appearance in our cameras. She did. Uh, <laughs> Good, this Good night Anya. But yeah, I mean, so I feel like I want this superpower. This seems like, <laughs> okay, so when I had to like break into the gate this weekend, like right. if I could have just like melted away things, like it would have been so much faster. And then you just remelt it back. Like, oh man, it'd be so handy.
1: I mean, it would be quite useful.
0: It's, it's quite a skill. Quite a skill.
1: So we get De- uh, Dean's pulled up to this property and uh, it's a house um big nice house a fucking amazing
0: people. house like just yeah. pure like vintage San Francisco like the type of San Francisco you actually like like not the part of San Francisco where you're getting like stabbed and shit like just like the really <clears throat> gorgeous like old houses where you know they were practicing all sorts of occult shit. You know occult shit happened in that house. It's so funny. oh I'm sure <sighs> yeah and we get to meet my woman crush. Oh yeah
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I was like, this is up your alley. This is Dr. Eleanor Vizyak. And uh, Dean has to name drop Bobby to even get her to come to the door. Uh, But she also tells Dean to kick Bobby in the jewels next time he sees him
0: and she tells him to do this while she's drinking out of this very fancy crystal glass in a gorgeous library her hair is in this beautiful like upswept just like classic french twist and it was just there and like she has on like this beautiful like silk like blue like wrap blouse and a pencil skirt and heels in her fucking house like she just hangs out in her house like this I don't hang out in my house like that. Like I want to. I ain't gonna. Like I'm gonna hang out in my house in my Spandex yoga shirts, shorts, but damn. This woman's amazing. Yeah. Like she's she so good. And she's just gorgeous. And like but gorgeous in like that just eight woman aging, like gracefully Owning kind it. of way.
1: Oh yeah. Classy. Did
0: you ever Classy. know that? You know, okay, go on, sorry. <laughs>
1: Well, but Dean wants to know what the story is, though. That uh, that apparently she's got some something against Bobby, but she won't tell. She said that's Bobby's story to tell. So Dean goes straight for it, wants to talk dragons, and she's like, "Yeah, they disappeared. This isn't funny. It's been like seven hundred years since we've seen one." And Dean's like, "Yeah, but how do you kill them?" (laughs) So she's like, "Yeah, you need a a blade forged with dragons' blood. So you need the blood of something to kill the thing."
0: Right. However. Hey, you know there were dragons before, and there aren't that many, but there are dragon, dragon swords. Yeah, dragon swords. And guess what?
1: Out of a handful in the world, Dr. Viziak has one in her basement. In it took her, her basement. It took her. I love how she says what it took to get it: two decades, countless hours, and really bad sex with an Eastern European ambassador. <laughs>
0: I was like, <sighs> oh, man. Why aren't yeah. I was like, you yeah. my mentor? Dr. Yeah. Viziak please come find me and be my mentor. Also, I just think it's amazing to have, like, I really admire people who can have, like, an obsession and just, like, the, just the idea to, like, go after one topic and just, like, only focus on, like... She's made, like, this idea of, like, dragons and shit. Like, this is her life goal. Right. Right? Yeah. That's so cool. Like, she, that's all she's been doing. And she also has fucking stained glass in her house with like oh my god I just started bawling and I'm just like oh my god it's so pretty
1: yeah Yeah. she's also got a fucking
0: giant boulder with a sword in it (laughs) and the boulder in the boulder is the sword of the love of her life and it's a real thing did you know that what yeah we're gonna talk about it in this i don't know how to introduce to into this lore. lore lore all right so here there be dragons and there there be dragons and everywhere there be dragons there are dragons like to basically since since man could like make up shit like or you know talk about shit there have been dragons and it doesn't really matter like what part of the world you're from there are dragons in western culture there are dragons in eastern cultures there are dragons among the americas like pretty much everywhere you go in a point in time there have been something about dragons although hmm. there are some spaces and some places that call some things dragons that i just think are ancient snakes like, you know, there's just some things that make you a dragon, and sometimes you're just a fucking snake. Like, if you're just, like, scaly and, like, a cylinder, you're not a dragon. That's a snake. Like, oh, I think people reasonable. need to get that definition right. And, like, even the definition and, like, will it like, in the de- the dictionaries and stuff, are still, like, kind of vague. There's, like, can you be a lizard? Can you be scaling things? I don't know. But I just feel like dragons, like, I don't know, what do you think? Do, like, dragons, like, do they feet? Or is it wings? Like... I mean, I... Uh, anything, when, when someone when some says dragon
1: to me, I mean, my thought is more, I guess, of what a traditional medieval dragon or a Japanese dragon, both of which have scales, feet, and wings.
0: Okay. But even if you took that into something like, I would say like, you know, Mesoamerican dragons, you know, that would same kind of idea to you, right? Like there's feats in them. There's usually wings like and there's you generally like fires. And there's other yeah. things, right? But you just like a round tube. That's a snake yeah i think you're right anyways so in order for us to learn about some of these dragons from around the world that have gone because there's just so many and just i we don't someone should do a whole podcast on dragons and i'm pretty sure there probably is there's probably like 17,000 podcasts on dragons go find one i mean there's uh, just like like the nerds like behind like game of thrones enough just like oh this dragon is from you know what happened So we're going to talk about dragons in a fun way where we're going to play a game. Okay. Or more accurately, Diana's going to play a game and I'm going to tell her a limerick and it's going to be about some kind of dragon and she has to guess the missing word. I know this sounds confusing, but nah, you're fine. You'll get it. Okay. We'll figure it out. All right. All right. right. So our first limerick, and it's about Runkvik because that's the first one, right? All right. Also, I did not write the limericks chat. GPT totally did. I did the research, but then I fed it into a machine because I don't have time to be this creative. Thank you, robot overlords. All right. So our first one, Brunkvik, a Czech prince so bold, got caught in a storm. So we're told he ended up on a mount where he found himself to count, help a lion, defeat a dragon. So cold after seven long years of wandering, Brunkvick returned home pondering, he hid his sword in Charles Bridge for the blank land's future privilege, where it waits for the knights responding. So you have to answer for the blank land's future privilege. What land did Brunkvick leave the sword for? I'm
1: going to say, I'm just going to guess. I'm going for it, like a German.
0: Well, technically, it was Czechoslovakian, and the answer was in the first line of the limerick. So Brunkvik, a Czech prince so bold. Damn it. It was. I did hear it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and
1: all I, right. I was just, all right, all right.
0: But I think that's Scale cool. Fail one. Yeah, so, but Brunkvik, the sword that's here, there actually is, like, a whole story, you can go look it up, about, like, this guy and like he like ended up like getting going in all these fights. So he ended up like be- helping a lion like kill a dragon, and then the lion and the dude become friends, and they go wander around and kuna Matata shit, and then hopefully. like he comes back. I don't know the swords and like Charles Bridge and Czechoslovakia, and it's supposed to like rise up like when the country needs it. So hopefully that's, that's exciting. It's and like terrifying. the Sword of Gryffindor. Yeah also terrifying like can you imagine like being there and the sword coming i'm like without no go back down (laughs) we didn't know oh no shit's shit's fucked shit's (laughs) fucked fucked. we got the fucking sword coming out of the water that's how you know know. we thought everything was fine there's the sword here's the sword all right our second one all right in korea a tale that's oft told of love that's pure strong and bold Yi Mong Yong and Chun Yang unite through her though her birthmarks a serpent in sight. For she's an emugi, it's told a blank king's daughter, some unfold their love a transformation to behold. Okay, so I think chat GBT kind of fucked up in rhyme rhyme param- skills there, but alright, so I'll, 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 I'll we'll go through it again. Alright, so Korea, a tale that's oft-told a mm-hmm. love that's pure, strong, and bold. Then there's two people, and I probably butchered their names in Korean. I'm sorry. Um, but Yi Mong Yong and Chun Yang, Chun Yang, they unite. And then through her birthmark, though her birthmarks a serpent in sight, for she's in a movie, it's told, a blank king's daughter. So what ki- what is, she's a king's daughter, but what kind of king's daughter? She's got a birthmark that's got a serpent-looking thing on it.
1: I was gonna say, I, I,
0: like, don't overthink it. Don't overthink no. it. Uh, my head want to go to Snake
1: King, but I don't think that that's it. I think it's a, like a dragon king. That's
0: yeah, good. it's a dragon. It's a dragon. The yeah. answer is dragon. Okay. Don't overthink it. Yay. she's a fucking dragon king's daughter. All right. Yeah. Okay. So uh this is there is a number of variations of this, but basically, you know, there is a dude and he falls in love with a woman and she's got this birthmark and it looks like a snake or a serpent or a dragon, but then it comes to find out that she actually is one and then like they have dragon sex and it's all hot. I don't know, I read weird Hey, it was really hot in that one shifter paranormal romance book. It,
1: it really was, the M- Molly. Uh, in the Molly Ron Harper's Harper? book,
0: that dragon sex was hot, and I was like, I never it thought was... dragon sex was hot until I read that book. But no, I was like, oh,
1: this is gonna be weird, and I was like, okay, I'm into it. I'm
0: into it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'm not a Korean dragon expert. Go look at it more if you want to. But it was just thought I thought it was a very interesting, interesting tale. Oh, that is... All right, our third one. All right. And there is, I'm warning you, I am totally making out the pronunciation of this word that comes from Babylonian. So, uh, there once was a beast called Mushushu. On Babylon's gate, it came into view (laughs) view. A dragon with scales, an eagle talons. (laughs) Talons. A long neck. tall and a tongue like a python (laughs) oh boy that's that's upsetting all right so and then it goes the blank depiction of dragons it's true okay let me try and repeat this without being an asshole all right there once was a beast called mushasu on babylon's gate it came into view a dragon with scales and eagle talons A long neck, tail, and a tongue like a python, it was a blank depiction of dragons. It's true. So we're looking for what type of depiction of dragons or what type of dragon. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's the earliest. I know that one was hard. I don't know that how. one was hard. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but basically, uh this is supposedly
1: Babylonian the... that cra- that checks, yeah. Yeah. So, that's supposedly perfect.
0: like the earliest one of is right. this type of one. So, I think it's cool, but so he's got scales, he's got eagle talons, he's got a long nail, and he's got a tongue like a python, and he's on like That's
1: weird. like a python tongue. I guess like that's a snake what, tongue though. Stressing. Oh, I was thinking like his tongue was like a python <laughs>
0: No, I don't think it means like the tongue like constricts you. I think that it makes, just so makes so much more sense. <laughs> <Like it's>... <laughs> <laughs> or you know, it's a very like a prehensile tongue. You know, like the yeah. Like that's
1: the... where my brain was. I was like, oh, this is upsetting.
0: <laughs> it's very just, upsetting. Just has a snake. I'm just fork, like, no, is this like picture snake. on the gate of Babylon. It's a real cute dragon. I don't. <laughs> He's not upsetting. <laughs> That makes a lot more sense. Okay, know. okay. We're gonna get one that's less upsetting because Diana, okay. you do love a lake monster. And I, I hate do. people who call them sea captains, sea captains on lakes. So we've got a ditty <laughs> about a Lake Superior creature. All right. Ooh. There's a creature named Mishu Peshu. In Lake Superior, it roams and pursues a water panther or lynx with scales and feathers that intermix. It drowns those who dare to accrue. Its territory, is power, it imbues with a head like a cat and legs with blank to pat. This Ojibwe legend is quite a debut. So he's got legs with what? He's got a head like a cat and then he's got these legs. And on these legs, what are there? Fins? That would be cool. But they're talents. <laughs> they're talents. Oh, they're okay. talents. To- makes
1: way more sense because we're talking about dragons and there was the.
0: Her but fence would found. be cool too. Maybe would they be cool. <laughs> well, I was so focused on the lake. Yeah. So Very lake focused. Again, if I mispronounce you this, sorry, not an expert on uh, dragons of the Native Americans' culture. So, uh, But the mm. Mishu Peshu is an Ojibwe water culture who dwells in Lake Superior, traveling around in underwater tunnels and drowning those who trespass on its territory. I kind of like that for you. Mm. Um, also, I love that its name is often called the Underwater Panther
1: yeah me too i got excited about that
0: yeah so it's technically like also it's called the underwater links and that's more of the translation but frankly underwater panther awesome so yeah our our last one all right and i was very excited to learn about this dragon and we're still in america's all right oh so in maryland a snally gaster's game a strange creature quite wild and untamed with razor like claws and octopus like jaws it flew over the national highway, unclaimed. Its horn was both long and quite sharp. One eye in the center, no mark. With blanks so immense, it just makes sense that this monster would cause such a harp. So what did it have very large things of that made it cause a harp? Which I guess is a fuss. Well, that's harp. wings yeah it was wings did Yay. i figured out the game Woo. all right and so <laughs> i was just really happy to learn about something called a snally Yeah, and so Duh. basically it's like a bird reptile chimera that um is in like the western portion eastern portion of the united states um theoretically may come from superstition and German immigrants could have been used for racism so like there's a weird history in there. and then hmm. like you could read the newspaper accounts in like 1909 where people were talking about seeing this thing flying around back and forth and then it got used for politics and stuff. but apparently it had enormous wings, a long pointed bill, skull claws like steel hooks and an eye in the center of its forehead and its screeches sounded like a locomotive whistle whoa i don't want to see that um no pass <laughs> but unless like i mean it kind of also sort of sounds like a pterodactyl
1: it does
0: so it kind of goes into that cryptid idea like are there you know were there pterodactyls that were like in the americas whatever but is not it, i mean come on it's not like a yaster. that's cool it's not a yaster. i don't know if I like that's it. how you pronounce it but that's how i'm saying it and i'm going with it yeah
1: obvious so those were our dragon ditties dragon ditties Dragon ditties today.
0: Diana <sighs> did quite well.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> Let's not stretch it. I did okay.
0: <laughs> it was a hard quiz. I really couldn't figure out how to make that a quiz. Like I could have just read the limerick, so it's not as fun, right? Like, No, yeah. that's all right. All right, so we come back to um, my woman crush, ever, ever so sexy Dr. Lady, and telling Dean that binding with the swords with rocks was quite the thing to do.
1: Yeah, so Dean's got to pull it out. (laughs) Uh, And we get some really, like, super cute music and lighting as Dean mounts the rock. To try to pull the sword from it from it, but it don't budge, and he falls, and he's straighting and it is a straight fail.
0: yep, it is very good. And apparently that that sword was really bolted down, so there was like no way that Jensen could actually pull it. That's funny. And a lot of like this was like his comedic ideas, but it's just an adorable scene. just like it him is. like crawling up on it, just like, oh, it's so good.
1: So, we back in the motel, Sam's working on the murder wall, but takes a break to call Bobby. And Bobby, rant! He's, <laughs> he's also been taking another kind of break, because if you look on the table, there is a pink box from Voodoo Donuts.
0: There is. And we just had Voodoo Donuts last week. And we just did. Yes, I had a blunt donut. So, it was delicious.
1: <laughs> so, we've got... Sam is trying to get Bobby's feedback on isolating where the lair would be if somewhere cold, dark and wet. And Bobby actually Bobby helps him. Um, and because um, he's been looking for caves, but so they decided to look at look at look for sewers. And Bo- Sam tries to ask Bobby like like hey, let's talk, you know, are you being weird? And um Bobby is like, look, you can tell like He's asking Bobby to tell him what happened this past year. He's but Bobby fishing. Just plays he knows. And this
0: is why you don't gaslight somebody. Because Sam obviously knows, like, they're not telling him the whole truth.
1: Yeah. And so he's kind of upset. He gets off the phone. Um, and does uh, a little prayer slash call out to Castiel. Who surprisingly shows up.
0: He does. Just flaps right in. And this is a part where I notice a Voodoo Donuts.
1: Okay, oh, so we've got mm, donuts. Um, and Sam lies to Castiel. He's like, "Man, yeah, I talked to Bobby. What a crazy year! Oh, <laughs> you know, Bobby told me everything."
0: Yeah, sometimes but, like you uh, got those stupid friends who shouldn't have secrets. Cass is one of those. You don't you don't tell Cass your secrets because this shit'll happen. Because then it's like, oh
1: yeah, I'm totally sur- surprised that you survived. Um, you know, I begged Dean not to do it. It's a miracle it didn't kill you. Uh, how do you feel having your soul back? <laughs> oh, Sam. Sam does pretty good job playing this off for this being all new info. Yeah, just...
0: but definitely is it <laughs> kind of upset and wants to ask
1: Cassiel for more details.
0: Yeah, we I mean, just walk around no soul. And how about I bring it down for you? Thanks, Cass. Uh, then we go to something that's very upsetting.
1: <laughs> I didn't think you'd like this part.
0: Nope. Nope. The woman who has a. a, a, a like this. Like, like Dr. Visiek. Whatever the fuck her name is. I never remember it. Whatever. I just call her Hot Doctor. Um, like, she. Like there's Eleanor. just like yeah no like we appreciate th- and this is her love of her life. This is the thing she's she fucked a terrible ugly dude for this. She fucked an ugly dude for this.
1: She didn't say he was ugly. She said it was bad sex. But anyway, he was probably
0: so, ugly. I don't know. No, like, no.
1: But she but she understands the importance of save, being part of killing a dragon Does in she? modern times in 700 years. Fuck yeah. She wouldn't be into it otherwise. She says it's the most valuable artifact you've ever touched as Dean walks into the room with a bag full of explosives.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm uh-uh there has to be another way Mm-mm.
1: puttying that motherfucker up
0: nope nope no sir you take your c4 and you you kindly march back out that door just in general like i would not allow my like not even near that artifact much less that room well i wouldn't want that in my house this
1: seems like very structurally questionable toys
0: yeah could you get a forklift and then, like, take take the rock out of the and house. Like, They got the
1: rock in They somehow. got the rock in. It,
0: I would move the rock to a safer thing. Because you had other things that were in there that also... You had that stained glass. There looks like a bunch of, like, really expensive books in there. Like, other things. Take it outside, lady. Like, if you are going to do explosive, do explosive right. Yeah. So... But they don't. They close the door and they blow that shit up. Also, the doors are uh, amazing. Oh, my God. And Dean goes to grab the sword... And it pulls right out
1: because it's broken in half.
0: Kill him. I would kill him. I would take I would take that and I would stab him. And that would be Dean's Dateline episode. Okay. So we leave that happens. And I'm just like, <laughs> every time. It gets me every fucking time. All right. <sighs> and we're going to come back to Portland. Because he takes yeah. takes his toothpick with him.
1: Yes. And Sam makes kind of a joke about it. But then also Sam doesn't say shit except that he's isolated the sewer location. Hmm. And he's ready to go.
0: Hmm. Just keeping some things to yourself, Sam. Hmm.
1: Uh-huh. So as they start searching the sewer system, which is apparently quite stinky,
0: as you could expect. Sewer system.
1: Yeah. Um, they've been searching for hours, find nothing, and then all of a sudden they stumble upon a pile of gold on the floor.
0: Just like, oops, I dropped my pile of gold in the middle of this hallway. <laughs>
1: It's a very like weird placement. It makes no sense. It's just there.
0: They, it's supposed to be the dragon's hoard.
1: Yeah, but it's like a tiny it's like, pile. It's in like a, it's a it's weird it's spot, like against the wall. It's not even like in a cubby hole. It's just awkward. It's like you know, like it somebody
0: sense. tried to like. It's like what they would have in the commercial for like buy my gold. Like that
1: was. Yeah, because it's also not gold things that like people would generally like have a lot around. Of. Like there's,
0: <sighs> it's just this... a lot
1: of coins and giant goblets, and I'm like.
0: Mm. Okay, all right, you with your horde All right, but now we get an altar Do you love an altar?
1: I know you do We've got our, a bound book We've got candles, we've got herbs It's a little arts and crafty For a giant bat
0: uh, And I'm just like How do bats do arts and crafts And then I'm like, oh my god, bats doing arts and crafts Someone makes this happen
1: <laughs> But then guys. they hear he yells for help
0: because these girls are still crying <laughs> they're still fucking crying ladies come on
1: um so they find the they find the trap girls and as they're trying to free them the a bat dragon dude because i didn't know what else to call <laughs> at this point attack sam
0: hi you're a dragon what you're not a dragon that's weird i don't know okay you're a dragon i guess
1: And, but Dean manages to cut him with the sword and it hurts him. And the guy's, the, the bat dragon dude is shocked and wants to know where it came from. Dean tells him it came from Comic-Con. Fair. So we get, we get a good fight scene. The sword, they kick the, you know, they knock the sword out of Dean's hand and. He's got his crazy glowy red hand, which we know it can, like, melt metal, so it probably would hurt a person pretty bad, too. Yeah, I don't want to be slapped with
0: that hand. That sounds pretty bad. But they're fighting, and then um, all of a sudden, wait, there's two? There's two of these guys? There's another dragon bro. And this dragon bro looks like he may be attractive, but we can't really tell, because he just, like, kind of only in and out.
1: <laughs> and he's got his glowy hand coming now, and... D- Sam makes the decision to kill Glowy Hand number two dragon first and then turns back and number one's gone. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. But the good news, I guess, is they can save the girls.
0: I guess the girls are fine. I guess. I don't know. We, at least when I had to go through like them, like freeing them and watching like what happens during that freeing. Like, you oh man, you know, there was like Dean douchebaggery there. But so we kept back from the, what we assume are them freeing the girls to just the junkyard in
1: the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the junkyard. And Dean is playing with his pile of gold that he jacked from the horde.
0: And Sam's just like, well, why don't you scourish my duck that shit? That <laughs> I would be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Sam
1: sits down and apologizes to Dean for quote, you know what?
0: Uh oh.
1: Hmm. Basically, he lets lets lose that Castiel told him what's going on, um, and Sam <clears throat> Sam thinks that he should have it. He should be able to know, and that um, Dean's just annoyed. Though he's like, "Look, there's the things you don't know could kill you. So no, you shouldn't know these things." Well, sam's like uh yeah but i have to be able to set things right
0: yeah and it's you, not like, but he also i like that he calls it the great wall of sam <laughs> yeah but it also makes so you me th- imagine there's like other sams like inside his head like holding back like the other shit like you can't go here <laughs> Like guess we the wall of sam's uh
1: yeah that'd be the that'd be a great wall of sam's um yeah, so, but Sam's just based his attitude is like, look, I've got to be able to fix it, so I have to know what I did. Uh, because, yeah. It's, because it's now i got a not...
0: soul and I care about shit. All right, whatever.
1: All right. <laughs> right. Well, Bobby walks up because he's been reading that journal that they found on the altar. You know, the notebook, the bound journal. And apparently it's from the 14th century,
0: no, I would call it a manuscript. Uh, Probably wouldn't call it okay. a journal. And Bobby's real excited about it though, because what's it made of? it made of.
1: It's made of human skin.
0: Woo-hoo! And I know the word for that. I just can't remember right now. I don't care. All right. So basically, the book describes a terrible place, right? And we cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. What are we cutting to? Headlines.
1: It's number one dragon dude, <gasps> and he's meeting a random bald dude.
0: It's another dragon you can tell because they both have The terrible black fingernails painted Dude yeah. like I love you goth dudes I love it but You don't look good with black fingernails Like maybe one <laughs> dude like like do the one fingernail Do like a pinky or something I don't know But anyway so we got the other dragons And he's got backup virgins
1: <laughs> Oh yeah He's got backup virgins. Which oh, sounds uh, like got it's gotta Van, be really Van hard to find. O virgins.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, we the experiences and what we do in the shadows, like even like in the mid two thousands when this happens, like that's supposed to still be hard to find that many virgin girls. Hmm? And I how do they, they determine it? Like, do they just know?
1: I think they just know, because, like, they didn't have to touch that girl. They just took her ring off, and they're like, oh, you bitch, you shouldn't be wearing that.
0: But, no, they went to her. I mean, they still thought well, they she was, her, like, supposed to be one, but, right? And so, like, what?
1: Hmm. Yeah, but they didn't imply that anything else happened.
0: I don't know. It's sus. It's sus. All right.
1: So, bald dude's got his van full of girls that are bound and gagged. pulls one out, and takes, her, takes it to number one dragon, and they go into the woods three of
0: them. So is the other one number three dragon now? Correct. Okay.
1: Number two, it did. Number two dragon did. So they go into the woods and we hear it's like, while this is kind of happening. It goes back and forth. Bobby is talking about, you know, monster land being what this book's written about. uh, This manuscript is about. A.K.A. purgatory. Oh? Oh? Purgatory you say?
0: I would purgatory like some more whiskey theme. because I have a drinking problem. Um, which is well, yeah, this is do. what you know. Once again, AA, it's a thing, Dean. If you need it, Bobby, Sam, y'all may want to talk about it too. But anyway, so Bobby explains that it's not just you know this isn't just some book.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, no, they're um, this is all about purgatory. Uh, they're not just hanging out in the sewers. This is and it's not just like a book they left laying around this is an instruction manual it tells you how to open a door but they've all but the last page so they don't really have all the instructions
0: and a couple of, of pertinent things so dean says that i know a demon who would have loved to have learned that so we're going back yep. to your you know crowley let's remember crowley wanted to learn know how to get into purgatory Sus so we got yep. some some dragons here. They're just opening a door to purgatory. That seems weird. And mm-hmm. then something just an interesting fact. So okay, well we'll get to, get to the next part, and then I'll go to an interesting fact. All right. Good.
1: So we've got um number one and number three dragon are at the edge of this cliff with the girl, with this girl. And number one starts a chant and there's fire down in the bottom and he cuts his hand. He's bleeding into it. And then they throw her in. And Bobby's still talking because the he's saying like, hey, that last sheet, this instruction from this manuscript isn't about how to open a door to go over there. It's about to open it up to let something out.
0: And the things that they're saying, which they're talking in Latin, basically translate to, I invoke you that in dissolved- indissolubly i don't know what that fucking word is uh that something bound to my power so i guess i'm not binding it to my power and i agree all right so you should come to me without delay you should appear here immediately mother and this Mm. is actually taken this is i think really fun and interesting this is actually taken from a very obscure manuscript preserved in the v- Bavarian State Library in Munich and it is a manual of necromancy from the early 15th 15th century aka a grimoire it's also known as the Codex Latinus Monosensis Census 849 it is not bound in human skin um ah oh, that's the word anthropomorphically that's the word that's what it means mm. me. anthropomorphically this means yeah um, that's what it means by the bound books. Uh you can you can go look at them in Harvard. Uh but in the first pages really are missing so it's an actual book um if you go online like i found some translations of it that you could buy but the translations are in russian and so like it's kind of weird i don't really need it like i've got the pdf of it but it's like in russian so then i'm google translating something was already a translate of like so i'm pretty sure i'm just installing russian malware in my system but (laughs) I'm, i'm not quite positive anyways you can go find it like it's a and if you go to munich you can read it but it's been mm-hmm. digitized i'm just trying to find the the, the version of it because like they've digitized a bunch of books in that library but anyways, huh. neat huh yeah oh also also um it's called like so there's a summary of one of them that was for sale on ebay on ebay and it's called it munich demonic magic
1: and you will Definitely find magic. both
0: household practices at that time for example to find a horse or to detect a thief Uh, make a castle invisible, and ways to gain a woman's love. Apparently, I don't know. That's what eBay says is in that book. I don't. Huh. It sounds versatile. Sure, do a lot of things with this Grimoire. (sighs) I'm sorry. So okay, the girl has been sacrificed. She's been thrown over the ledge. Bobby's
1: telling his story and ends with what they're trying to call is something called the Mother of All. Hmm. What does this harken back to for us? Haven't there been conversations with our alphas about Mother?
0: Mother! What? Mother. Um, so back at our ledge Is it Mother of Dragons? And I was trying to, I did not, but I am like, was this before or after Game of Thrones? I mean, I know Game of Thrones is out, but before like it became an HBO thing.
1: I think it was before.
0: Isn't that crazy? It hasn't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't say you mother do that of all though. They
1: don't say mother of dragons. No,
0: he does. Does he? Because they were trying to figure out what what her name what what it meant, and he was like, "Does it mean mother of dragons?" I don't know. I have it in my uh. notes. I say it so. Moving on. <laughs> so the girl f-
1: floats back up though from the bottom of the cliff, and she's kind of looks like looks a little dirty and beat, but also and kind of on fiery, but also better. So it's. <laughs> does that make sense yeah uh,
0: she, she all her woes like you know from crying for seven days have been yeah. cured and now there's, there's someone just right in that girl's meat suit which is now we know why when the dragons were taking her away they're like you should be lucky but i'm also like mm-hmm. what's up with the rest of the virgins
1: yeah that's a lot that, you
0: had a, you just needed one girl yeah what wh- what happens to the rest of them in the van you just and let them free work, like, Are like backups case this one didn't work no
1: but anyhow yeah it's super weird but yeah she just she
0: tells um number one that she just wants to get started well she's also pissed because she's been kept waiting right and she is the mother of all she is here and she has shit to do yeah if you had done your job appropriately i wouldn't have to wait on you god damn it just do your fucking job Alright, so speaking of do your fucking job. So just kidding, Diana. What do you have for casting couch? Casting couch is the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy?
1: la 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 la
0: la 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 la
1: <gasps> Oh my gosh. Uh so our, I will I'll I'll kick off with our number 1 dragon uh was played by Ilya Volok. Um he um has been actually in a lot of things and I'm just going to be up front a lot of them are smaller roles and have the word russian in them. So just, like mean, things I'm like not-
0: russian gangster, russian yes. <laughs>
1: russian man <laughs> russian businessman like it was actually like I, I i it is not a knock on him or his career do you awesome good job you know all that but it was kind of funny scrolling yeah. through his IMDb. his but um specific roles uh, vladimir kraskin in air force one rasputin in monkey bone um uh, harry in the soloist um and then uh, he plays Master Org in Power Rangers Wild Force pew, series. Pew. We've got also our your your beloved Dr. Eleanor Viziaak. Mm. who's played by Kim Johnston Ulrich.
0: She looks like a uh, Kim, doesn't she? Yeah. She
1: does. It, it and then she way. also has super Kim Control vibes. That's probably why it is. Yeah. So no, she's she's done a lot of just single episode work. Um but did have an ongo- like a major ongoing role in uh, Passions, so like soapy stuff.
0: No, and then no. Also- so Passion, you know, why why no Passions is because of Buffy, and all I can think of is Spike going Timmy's still down the well because that's a show where they. I really need to go- I need to go back and watch. That's a show where like they eventually just like made a doll like start haunting and like it got real weird.
1: Yeah. It gets real, weird. yeah. And then um, she was also Terry in the 1988 uh, film Spellcaster. Sure. Could be films. So uh, Penny, our, our, our not very good co-pilot, was played by Darla Taylor. Uh, she was uh, Olivia in Kindergarten Cop 2. <laughs> Melissa, who was our um, girl that shouldn't be wearing a promise ring, was played by Jody Balfour. Uh, it was Michaela in the, vamp- the movie Vampire from 2011. Gladys in uh, a series called Bomb Girls. And uh, plays Jack Danvers in Ted Lasso. And then we've got um, one of our other prisoners was uh, Christy Don Dinsmore. She's Ama in Vikings and Amy in the Day of the Dead series. Number two dragon was uh, Lee Tishon, uh, who's on Andreas in Tooth Fairy. And then Eve, that's what they call here is played by julia maxwell julia maxwell we would you would recognize uh as lucy in hot tub time machine jane in the movie goblin from 2010 rachel in uh charlie saint cloud and um played uh francine in the series hell on wheels
0: yeah so good it's a good cast yeah it's just you know for the 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 ensemble like it was a bunch of like i don't know i think there was a bunch of like I won't know bit but like there were small roles in here that does i thought were yeah. all everyone was great it was just like such a good episode and sadly i think this now we may come back to her eventually i don't know um but i love her a lot i just think she's a great it's just the style is obvious i'm not gonna go on. like you know, just want to be here i want to be the concept of her like that's the grown-up like you want <clears throat> i want to be right like oh right like i will never be that grown-up like i said you know like i am too much of a mess to be that grown-up but if i could be me <clears throat> her so i said at the beginning of this we are out of bummer we're you know zero episodes since Bummerland yeah super fun what did you think? I mean, I really
1: stressful that that, that Dean's insisting on lying to Sam, but that wasn't Bummersville about it. it again, again, again. All
0: right. So. Hey, boys, never learn. Never learn. Yeah. And this is one of the supernatural tropes I get. I don't call it trope or whatever. Is this a thing they do? And I'm just like, I don't know. I kind of get over it. Really, like, stop. I just don't like people. Right. Li- one, I don't like people lying to each other. Yeah. In general it makes me uncomfortable and awkward. And so I think I feel bad when the boys do it to each other. And also just gaslighting someone's never cool. It's just no. not. Tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. I agree. Even yeah. it was you smell you fucked a girl who smelled like patchouli oh,
1: That's true. I did.
0: I mean, is that the last thing you tell him? You're like, by the way.
1: Or do you lead with that?
0: I probably would start with and cause there were things Sam needs to know because I would be like, Sam. You should probably go get tested for a bunch of STIs. You were very, very busy this last year. We Ah, noticed that you were picking up a lot of skanky women. And I love a skank. No no shame on you, but you should probably get tested. Yeah.
1: No. 'Cause this just do you care about protection when you don't have a soul?
0: Probably not. Betting, and that like condoms or are, you like, are you
1: super practical and that's very very sensitive. And it's just like I, I only came that. on her
0: stomach, it's fine. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad my mom will never listen to this. Although my, my apparently one of my aunts does. I don't know if I believe that or not, but oh. my cousin told me that she was like, No, that's you know, that's let's just show it oh okay so aunt pam if you're listening i'm sorry wow uh anyway so yeah i i enjoy this episode you know i think yeah. we get it's a very small like like i think there's i don't know do you, it's hard being like i know i know what's happening right so because we're only in what we're episode 12 of the season mm-hmm. so yeah. i feel like so this feel like there's a big bad reveal right yeah and she's and she's yeah, cute. Just got our big.
1: I think we just got our big bad, yeah. and then I think, um, yeah, I think it's a you know it's a nice it's a nice light one. My one complaint, and this is not just like this is. I feel like this is not being needy or asking too much. I feel like if you're going to have an episode about dragons, we needed at least one like good dragon silhouette, at least.
0: Yeah, I I do appreciate the. I mean i thought it was clever you know the way that they addressed it like without spending a lot of money you know there's a lot of flapping and there did a lot of things like if you read into the effects like when the dragons around they would do like have really low voices like in Mm. the background so there's stuff like i think they did a really excellent job of it i get it like just like a I want to see what your bat wings look like. Like, yeah, I don't even need like. Are a full they on, like, like? View like a night. I mean, like, just are just they Affleck like bat like the... wings? Are they Kilmer bat wings? Like, are they like? I mean, what kind of yeah. wings are they? You know, like that's my complaint. And I, I would have liked at least just one good silhouette.
1: Like, I don't even need the real thing. Just a fucking silhouette would have made me happy.
0: Yeah, I mean, they so also made them super creepy, right? Like, they made dragons oh, yeah. like really fucking creepy. Like these dudes, are, they're gross.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're just like uh, yeah. like. And they have weldy hands.
0: They have weldy hands, and they're just going at like snatching virgins. But they haven't been around for like seven hundred years, right? So I don't think that was Where addressed. Where the fuck have they been? So yeah, I guess maybe some things are probably still going to come up. But yeah, I mean, it, it, was, right a fun, it, was, a it was a fun. It was it was a fun episode. Totally fun. I thought like we get like we get our first like oh, puppy dog Sam is back. Boom. It was just like it was an immediate like jump, but I also think like I was thinking about I was watching this earlier that Jared Padalecki though did like such a conscious at least like his choices that he made as soulless Sam were so deliberate that the yeah. switch to Sam has a soul is super obvious, right? And yeah. there have been talks, you know, interviews with Jensen Ackles where he said he really hated like working with soulless Sam because it was like I'd he, he'd spent all this time developing this relationship with you know with Jared Palecki's characters for that other Sam, right? So right. you can really see the acting choices and I think that's really impressive. Like I agree. But also just personal preference, you know. Like the emotionally unavailable Sam. Except for the Bobby thing. Don't kill your dad. It's not very nice. It's not nice. Patricide is never a good thing. It's just not. All right. I think on that note, let me put that on a shirt. Right. <laughs> Hatricide, never a good thing. All right, cheers, shirt. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get a production. Meow.
1: Yeah. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studio Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at devilstrappodcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next
0: time.